On with the show. It's another episode of the often imitated, never duplicated Voices Misery podcast. And of course, I am one half of your dynamic duo, the nerds. I am the nerd, and you are. Nerdette. What's going on? How are you feeling today? You're fucking wonderful, man. You're wonderful, huh? Wonderful. Oh, boy. I know a lot of people are going to be very happy with today's show because there's a lot of stuff to talk about here in the intro. A lot of bad things, of course, happen, but when bad things happen, it does lead to some hilarity, and uh, there are some funny things to talk about here, but before we get into the bad stuff, let's talk about the weekend. How was your weekend? How are you doing? Didn't do much. I finished Lost, so that sucks. Well, you did finish it. <laughs> now we got to find something else. How was the ending? <laughs> the look I, didn't, I didn't hate it. I don't know what people... Like, I just don't understand why people get so pissy over... Like, I, there are... Maybe because I've seen some shit-ass finales that this Can you one... tell me what it is? Yeah. I, like, I... And I think maybe because I was so... When I prepare myself to hate something... Mm-hmm. Like, I'm already... Like, it can't get worse than what's already in my freaking head, right? And, like, I, I've even said on here, like, it's going to be something fucking stupid. And I was coming up with all these damn scenarios, right? Mm-hmm. So I had already prepared myself, and I think that's why I didn't mind the ending at all, because I had really in my head thought some horrible shit was going to happen. Mm. Uh, but it, it really wasn't that... It, 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 I don't know. It, it wasn't that bad. I think people took it the wrong way. I think people weren't paying attention, and because I knew it was going to be bad, that I paid attention to what was being said in the last... Like five minutes of the freaking show. Jump on the bandwagon of hatred, yeah. like everyone else. Like did. no, I listened to like it, the conversation that was had mm-hmm. at the very end of the show, and I'm like, oh, okay, well that makes a hell of a lot of sense. And I think people took it as everybody was fucking dead the moment the plane crashed, and that's not that's not how I took it at all. Like I don't, that's not what happened. I, so, I don't know. So I just they were dead the whole time, or is this people, one of those think, like make up your own I, ending? Yeah, no, because I I looked it up. I'm like, what is why were people so pissed off? And it was because there were, like, Reddit things. Like, people bitching on the forum saying, like, so they were dead the whole time, what a waste of fucking time watching the show was. And I'm like, where the hell do they see that? <laughs> I guess it is a make-up-your-own one, like The Sopranos. Everyone hated that, but I loved but it. But the main character, like, his father said, like, people die before you, people die after you. Mm-hmm. You cannot get fucking pregnant when you're fucking dead. You can't give birth when you're dead. Like, that doesn't even you make sense. You can in your dream. Like, no, that's not what happened. Well, it depends what they see. I never saw the show, so I I would have to understand what the show's relationship with that is. They were on this island. That really happened. The plane crashed. Some people died in the crash. Some people did not. They were stuck on that island for fucking years, is what it was. And they were living on that island for years. What about shit falling from the sky, though? Now, okay, you brought that up. They didn't explain that in the finale. But for people who don't know this, the boxed DVD set has an epilogue. And if you go to YouTube, there's a 12-minute video, HD quality or whatever, and you can watch, it explains all that, it explains the polar bears, 
explains the fucking supply drop from the fucking sky. So can you explain it to me then? I've had, never watched the show. I, all I know is that it sounds ridiculous. No, this com- this company like had like a uh, research going on on this island, and it, it, they had a, a a factory in I believe it was Guam, and they would people would work there and have canned green beans and like crackers and shit and like package it all up, mm-hmm. fly it on a drone and drop it for the people that were working on the island. Mm-hmm. So that's where the food, where that's where all the shit was coming from. They were just dropping it from the fucking sky. That is but they didn't weird as hell. Because years ago, people there was a group working there. Okay, so they were the so ones they that had to the eat. They had to, yeah. They those people had to eat and they had to survive and they needed things. Huh. So like they would they would drop the food and like first aid kits and like all this, all the shit that they needed. Plus they had a submarine back then. And all that is explained, the submarine part was explained on the show, so they can bring stuff back and forth whenever the fuck they wanted. That doesn't sound like a show for me. I don't think I understand this shit at all. It was, it was good. It was good. So, I don't know. I, I, I don't think a lot of people have seen the, the epilogue, though, because that wasn't put on TV. It didn't air. And it's mm. not on Hulu. So, they released this show with the very refu- uh, confusing ending. And they didn't have the epilogue for people no, at the time the, it aired. But no, on the box set. <laughs> so it's like, hey, you've invested all this time in a TV show. Now pony up nineteen ninety nine <laughs> at your local Walmart to get the real ending for a twelve minute. It was just a twelve minute clip, but it explained like um, the one girl's memory loss. She had she was taken mm-hmm. when she was on the island. And she came back and she didn't. She couldn't remember a fucking thing. Yeah, like it, it, it explained like a lot of. A lot of stuff that wasn't answered in the finale. And, I don't know, I think people just took the finale... Like, they they were all... At the very end of the finale, they're all dead. Mm -hmm. They're all together, and they're all moving on together. Okay. And I think that's what people took it as. They've been dead the whole time, and they weren't. And the one character... They're going to heaven, they're walking towards the light together. Yeah, they're all all together, and they're moving on together. Okay. Um, Well, that's And I think... I think people thought it because... The one character, Jack, who's the Party of Five dude, died in the same exact spot that he landed mm. in the crash. Like, <laughs> So I think people just assume like, he was hurt from the crash and he just died. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Mm. People, I just, I think they, they love to get pissed it off. It was a very popular show and you get it was a good. lot of people I would definitely rewatch it. it. You're going to have a lot of different opinions. Everybody wants it to end their own way, so I, I, I understand. What else did you watch? Um, I tried watching Ghosted. Oh, so did I. Uh, it, that's a movie on Apple mm-hmm. Plus um, with Chris Evans, right? That's his name? Yeah, the Captain America yeah. dude. Um, I gave it an hour. A lot longer than I did. You gave it 10 minutes, you came out, and you saw me watching it, and you're like, oh, yeah, I couldn't get through this. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, well, you couldn't, so I'm going to try. I seriously gave it an hour. Yeah. And I, I couldn't, I, I just couldn't finish it. I, he plays such a fucking loser on the, in this movie. Mm-hmm. He get. It was one of the He goes movies. on this, like, amazing fucking date, and then she leaves because she's working. She's mm-hmm. like some CIA spy or some shit. He doesn't realize that she went off to work. And he's texting her a million fucking times. And she's not texting back. Mm-hmm. Sending fucking emojis and text after text. And she's not answering you, dude. 
Give it up, man. What about the picture? The, the fucking selfie? The, the, yeah, the, the best selfie. Oh, my God. They slept together and he, while well, she's sleeping on his chest, he takes yeah. a fucking selfie and has it as a... I'm just like, this dude is a fucking creep. He was the most pitiful fucking character I've ever seen in the movie. So, he... During their amazing date, because they spent it, like, all day together, his inhaler for asthma was in her bag. Somehow, he has a tracker on his inhaler, so he doesn't lose it. Realizes she's in another fucking country. Gets on a fucking plane. She hasn't texted him back. He doesn't give a fuck about this dude. It was the worst night <laughs> of sex ever. And this fucking guy, first piece of pussy he's ever gotten. He doesn't text him back or anything. He gets on the plane to track his inhaler to track her down. I'm like, this is just the stupidest situation. And yet, this is the movie being heavily promoted right now. But they're cutting songs about men harassing women. From Disney is, fucking songs. Remember the uh, Disney one? Yeah. Oh, well, you're coming on too strong for this woman. And this movie is the ultimate fucking stalker. It, it was just... Dude is just pathetic. Mm-hmm. Comes off as a fucking creep. If I was her, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here, yeah. man. This is too much for me. I don't, I don't know how it ended. Like I said, I only watched an hour of it. That's all I could take. I'm just like, Ten this minutes. is... It's not funny. It's... It's seriously pathetic. I liked his family more than I liked him. I, I didn't even... Like, so, there, was, there was no connection made with any cast member. I was <laughs> I just, just like, I'm out. I am fucking out. So, yeah, I I did try... I, I tried to watch a movie, man, and it was like, nope, go back to TV shows. So... <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I'll just get my quick thoughts on it, and I'll let you finish, because, I mean, mm-hmm. we, we saw the same thing. Yeah. You said everything that I felt about the movie, except for... I'll take it a step further, and as a person who's ghosted many people... Every single person I've ever known in my entire life has been ghosted by me. So, I mean, it's it's, it's, it's a fucking horrible thing. This this very misleading title. I was expecting something much better than that. As a master ghoster. So, and she even it was make, just a fucking shitty movie. She even makes a comment when they finally meet up, right? Because she's got to save his fucking stupid pathetic life. <laughs> and she... He, she said, well, I was going to call you, but then you texted me like 15 times in two days. It's it, and he's like, oh, 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 no, dude. Pitiful, Mm-mm. fucking pitiful. <laughs> Most pitiful fucking human being I've ever seen in the movie was was in Ghosted. And oh god, my my main thought was, oh, it looks like Chris Evans is back to making Chris Evans movies again because he was always a fucking shitty actor in shitty movies, and then he made Captain America, became a star, and then he goes right back to Chris Evans movies because <laughs> that's that's it. He's Captain America. Are this. Oh, yeah, it was just movie was not... fucking god awful. Like I've never wanted to fucking kill myself over a movie more than this one. <laughs> Have you looked up reviews? Because I did not. No, because I I, 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 I like wanted it. to erase it from my fucking head. Like <laughs> I just wanted to talk about this movie real quick and just get it the fuck out of here. It was that bad. So if anyone wants to see a terrible movie or possibly finish it, it's ghosted on Apple Plus. <laughs> or maybe you'll love it and think we're fucking stupid. That could be. It very well could be. Um, what else did I do? I uh, I'm catching up on I. I finished Love is Blind, caught up on that. Um, f- caught up on the challenge. Like, I, I'm, I'm catching up on all my shit now. And then I I have two shows. I have to decide which one I'm going to do. Yellow Jackets was suggested to me. Although I think that's going to be a pain in the ass for me to watch. I'm going to have to watch it on the... the fuck is Yellow Jackets? I don't know. It's on Showtime. Hmm. It's Sounds got like a couple a seasons, movie. and it was yeah. renewed for a third. So I don't, I don't. I have no idea. It's got a lot of people in it. But I'm gonna have to watch it on that free website, so I don't know. It's it's gonna be that or Friday Night Lights. What's it on Showtime? Yeah, we have Showtime. Do we have Showtime still? Yes. 
Oh, okay. Oh, that's right, because we have it's, it's under two different names. Yeah, I was just I was just watching something on it the other day. Okay, because Paramount says it's locked, and I forgot it's two yeah, different we, accounts. Yeah, because one of them is free, it comes free with one of our cell phone things. Yeah. yeah, shit, the apps are too damn confusing. I forgot we had I just showtime. Don't, I don't know different email and password for everything. I'm just happy <laughs> Apple's got that keychain program. Yeah. What else did you watch? I think that I think that's it. That's it. Shit. I think that's it. You're really slacking. I watched it. Well, no, I had to finish the damn show, man. I had a couple seasons to get through. Thank God that one's over. I I liked it, though. No, no. I would definitely rewatch it. Would you really? Yes, it was good. And I liked the storyline. I thought it was was good. I loved all the characters. And every time someone got killed, I was pissed. Damn. Well, fuck. Every freaking death, I got more and more mad. uh, Except for one. Guessing by Christmas, you'll be watching it again. I'm going to walk up there and be like... It was good. Oh, there you go. And I think this is the type of show, if you watch it a second time, like if you rewatch it, you'll probably catch more shit. Yeah. Because there was a lot going on. Yeah. But... All right, so what I've been watching is... uh, I've been watching the Supernatural show. It's getting better. Um, It it, it never wasn't good for me. It's been pretty good. But they're, they're really leaning hard into the religion. Like, hard, and it's... I can see why a lot of people were turned off by that, because a lot of people don't want to see, like, religious tones in TV shows. A lot of people get sick of that crap, but I personally enjoy it. I'm still rolling along without you. I'm halfway through season four now, so... Wow, look at you go. There's still a lot more to go. <laughs> so, I'm not even a fucking, what, like, half of the way there yet. I'm nowhere near it. I'm, I'm like a third... I'm not even a third of the way there yet, so... It's uh, it, it it's getting good. It it really is. Like I, I'm enjoying the religion thing. I mean, to me, it's just really cool how they're working it in there. These shows are really throwaway episodes. There's only like maybe five characters that really matter in the whole series that are reoccurring characters, and the rest of them are gone. The next episode, it's like married with children. Hey, look, it's a new neighbor, and they're fucking gone, and you never see or hear from them again. That's what I like about this show. I don't really have to pay too much attention to it. But I did watch some movies though. But before we get into the movies. There was one person who did get through Ghosted. So I really? can only watch 10 minutes of it. So I'm like, I'm going to need your review. Oh, good for her. For this movie. This and poor girl. Man, you made her sit no, there. No, I didn't, I didn't make her sit through this bullshit. I didn't even want to watch this movie, really. Because, I mean, I, I, it just, I, I'm not a fucking I'm Christmas I'm dying fan. to know what she thought. All right. So, uh, so this is how the review goes. I don't know. Should have been good based on the storyline and actors and even location. But somehow it just wasn't that good. Seemed kind of flat. Like it looked like a real cookie, but it was actually a shitty knockoff brand or keto cookie once you tasted it. Yuck. <laughs> so there was a veiled insult <laughs> in there, of cookie. course. As a person who loves keto cookies, there are some really good tasty ones out there. But I do agree with the rest. This movie was fucking flat and very shitty. And yeah, fuck that movie, man. Seriously, don't watch this movie. It was the worst thing so I, I think well, I've put least... on in a long time. Three out of three people that watched yeah. didn't like it. Didn't like it. So, I mean, so. that's just that's just a fucking red flag right there. Fuck that bullshit. So, there was one that was good, though. And uh, you don't know who Kristen Davis, the actress, is, right? Nope. Well, you know that I used to watch Sex in the City way back when. Yes. I enjoyed the hell out of the show. She played Charlotte on the show. She was the only cute one on the show. No, the like, one with the long black hair. She was, like, the rich one. Uh, but anyway, plays a really good role in this one. She's, like, a writer. And she's been on a sabbatical, I guess, like writer's block for a while. Her book company comes to her and it's like, hey, we want you to come back and write for us. They've been trying to get her to write another book because she's really popular, successful. I mean, her house is beautiful. She's got like a big-ass pool family. Everything looks nice. She's very wealthy. I guess she would be like a female like Stephen King, like a Daniel Steele or some shit, you know. But anyway, 
she starts to get back into it, and she hires this, this nanny to come in to help her with the kids. And she's doing these applications, and all these people just don't fit the mold. And this one girl comes in. Of course, she's fucking perfect for the job. She falls in love with the girl, hires her in. Of course, the girl she hires in is like this young, she's supposed to be a hot 20-something, like young 20s, great body, good-looking girl, supposed to be. I don't think this girl's attractive at all, but then again, you know, I have different tastes than most people do. Uh, you like Rachel Ray, so. Exactly. I like old women. I don't fucking get it, but anyway, this this like young, and I'm doing air quotes, hot girl is, is around the house. The husband notices her, but... As a person who's watched a lot of these types of movies, I already know what's going to happen. I'm like, okay, so this girl's going to get in there and she becomes to us. A lot of weird shit happens. I don't want to give it away because I think you would like this movie. So I'm trying to be very careful with how I'm, I'm talking about this because you would like it because you like Hannah Roxy Cradle. I knew that was coming. And the movie Chloe you liked with me. We saw that a long time ago together. It was with Julianne Moore... And the girl from from uh, Mean Girls, one who was doing the weather report with her tits. Remember, oh, I feel like it's going to rain today. And she was the girl, like, and they had, like, a lesbian session. I don't and she got really, you, you saw it, and we both liked it. You would <laughs> love this movie. Right. It was really fucking good. A lot of plot twists in this one. Surprising ending, too. It was actually a really good movie called, uh, fucking, what was this called again? Deadly Illusions, it was called. I mean, I, I, it was such a good movie. I don't. You, you can't really talk about it without giving it away because it is extremely obvious what happens, but it's still worth a watch anyway. Deadly Illusions? Deadly Illusions, yep. And what is that on? Uh, that's on Netflix. Okay. And there was another couple of movies that I tried to watch too. There was a movie called Intrusion, which which was decent. It's about this this like couple that they move into this beautiful house and they're not doing so well and then all of a sudden they go and buy this like beautiful house and the wife was questioning the husband like, hey, how can we afford this house? And the guy's like, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Really weird shit happens as soon as they move in. Like, their cell phones get stolen, their computer gets stolen. And then the cops show up and they're like, well, you guys just moved here. No one really knows you. Who would steal from you? And you guys are from this, you know, state across the country. No one would come here just to steal two phones and a laptop. And then the next scene shows the guy. He's talked to the wife. He's like, oh, I got us some new phones. I put some tracking devices on it so in case something happens. And immediately you're like, oh, fuck any. This guy's up to some shit. And then the story progresses and crazier and crazier shit. Like, how they afforded the house comes into play and... A lot of interesting shit happens from there. And it was a pretty good movie. I just really wasn't into it. I couldn't pay much mind. I think the uh, edibles took over or some shit. I don't remember. It was probably too fucking high to pay attention. But it was a good movie. And I, and I would definitely recommend it. If I had to give the Chris and Davis movie, uh, Deadly Illusions, a uh, star uh, out of five, I would probably give it a, uh, like a two and a half or three out of five. It was a good movie. But it was very predictable. Extremely so you give it all those points off because yeah, it's it predictable? I mean, it didn't bring anything new to the table, but it, it was a good watch. I mean, I made it through beginning to end. I would never rewatch it, but I would definitely recommend it to people. But it, it was not going to knock your socks off. If you got nothing else to watch and you're like, hey, I want something I can get through that I'll actually enjoy, but it's not memorable, I would say this was a good one. The other one, I would actually rate that one higher. I would actually say that was like a three and a half because there were some twists in there I didn't really see coming. So I thought that was a pretty good one. What's the name of that one? You got to make... I just fucking said... If someone can rewind it, I don't know. I, I, I just took it off my little note thing here. But uh, it was a pretty good... Deadly Illusions or some shit. Whatever. I don't fucking know. That, <laughs> I don't that, fucking that know. Was that was the, the other first one. one. Listen, I'm fucking high right now, man. I, if, if I delete it off the notes, I forget what the hell it's all about. But that's it, though. I don't well, want someone to out there can let me know. Well, someone <laughs> can... Well, you fucking go back and rewind but no, seriously though, uh, that, that's all I did. This was a really boring weekend for me. It really was, except for Saturday night. I did stay up and I watched the fight. 
And holy shit, man. This fight actually started at a decent time and ended before midnight. So I was very excited about that because I hate going to bed at like 1 or 2 in the morning. Even though the fight was so good for me. But I ended up going to bed that late anyway because I was so hyped up from watching. I wanted to read people's reactions. I wanted to watch the, the, the like post reactions and talks and shit people do. And uh, the guy I wanted to win didn't win. The guy I knew was going to win won. I mean, I, I even said that in my prediction. I was like, hey, I really want this kid to win, but he ain't, he ain't going to win. And sure enough, man, he started off good. The first two rounds, he was doing pretty well. Then at the end of that second round, man, I was I was saying it was just weird. I don't know. There's something about boxing fights, especially the big ones, the ones you've been waiting for. There's always some kind of weird action that goes on. There's something that doesn't feel right or something that feels special or just different in the air. And just things that you normally don't see in regular boxing fights. Like this one, there was a lot of holding in the beginning, a lot of like throwing around and wild punches being thrown. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? It's like most times you watch a boxing fight, the guys are more composed. They're... They're doing their thing. It's like more methodical, but it was very sloppy. And I kept saying to myself in my head, I'm like, if this kid keeps throwing these sloppy-ass punches, he's going to get fucking caught. And sure enough, at the end of the second round, he got fucking popped. Right down on the ground he went. And I'm like, oh, shit, here we fucking go. How's he going to react to this getting hit? And I was tweeting about the fight as it was going on. And everything I was saying, then I was like, watch what happens in this next round. He ain't going to be doing shit because he got fucking caught. And he went right down like a fucking sack of bricks. He got up. And sure enough, man, the next couple of rounds, this guy was barely doing any fucking work. And he started turning it on again. Seventh round came in and fucking bow gets caught right in the fucking liver with a hard-ass punch and went down. and Didn't want to get back up. That was the end of the fight. Fucking crazy shit going down. It was a really good fight. But uh, Tank Davis, the guy who I said was going to win, didn't want to win. He, he won the fight and well-deserved. That fucking punch, man, it didn't even look like it hurt the guy at first. And then they showed the replays. And you <laughs> see exactly where the punch connected. And you're like, oh, I get it now. Getting hit in the liver, a lot of boxers say that's the hardest punch they've ever taken. So you got to give the guy some credit. I mean, it takes a lot for especially young fighters that are trying to make a name for themselves. They all want to protect that undefeated record. They fight a bunch of tin cans. They get this overinflated record. They're like, oh, this guy's 40-0 and with 38 knockouts. And you're like, all right, there, who the fuck did he fight? And then you look at the names, you're like, wait, Joe the Plumber got some fucking dickhead from uh, you know the produce aisle at your local supermarket. He fought and beat up. The guy who mops the ring up after the fucking fights, he's he this guy. These are two guys that took a big risk by fighting each other. So you got to give them all the credit in the world. You can't say anything bad about either guy. They both tried. It was a hell of a fight. So you know, I, I enjoyed myself. Definitely time well spent. But other than that, I haven't done shit. You know, there's a new reality show coming out on no. Paramount Plus. You'll never believe it. What's it called? Stone, stoned and useless. My my, my uh, biography. What? It's called, I, th- I believe it's called Family Stallone. Yep. <laughs> yep. Please tell me he's he just broke? producing it. Is he it. broke? No, he's, it's him in his, in his, all his, he's got daughters, right? Oh it's God. him and in, in nothing but female, so I'm assuming his daughters, I yeah. thought he got divorced. Did he not get divorced? Am I confusing him with someone he else? He got divorced. If he was married to Brigitte Nielsen. Right. Some other woman. Is he married now? Because it might know. be him, his wife, and all their daughters. It's it's him know. and a bunch of women in a house. He had some woman that looked like a transvestite um, at one point. That's all Plus. I know. I don't know. I saw the preview for that today. I'm like, why? oh my god, he must be broke. Like, why I mean, would why? You have why? all that money. What are you doing a reality show for? You would think Sylvester Stallone has a ton of money, even though he acts broke. I don't know. I I just thought that was he's not one I would think would 
do you re- I don't know. I just I was so shocked when I saw that preview. I'm like, oh my god. I guess it's got to be a hard thing when you're a person who's known for certain things. Like he was known for being a tough guy, uh, muscle guy, and he's old now. He can't do it anymore. He can't look like that anymore. And he's just trying. I mean, no one's calling him anymore unless, unless he's making the fucking movie. He ain't starring in that bitch. He, well, he's in Tulsa King. And that's a really good show. Does he have anything to do with it? Is he a yeah, producer he's in on it. it? Oh, I don't know, but he's the main character. In oh, it. So he's got to be doing something because I mean, fuck. I, he I, he I must have an agreement with that he hasn't Plus. written though in a long time. Like, what was the last movie he's been in that he hasn't written and created himself? I, I can't remember one. It's it's been a while. Like those Rambo's and Rockies, he keeps writing them fucking things. Creed. I don't see. I don't know what he's. He's I've watched stuff he's been in, though. He, he was in that not too long ago. I watched a movie on Prime that he was in where he was like that. He had superpowers. I can't remember what the fucking name of that was. Oh, I remember that. That was a good movie. I, don't, I remember you were talking about I, that. It, I liked it so much I forgot the name of it. But yeah. <laughs> that was recent. That I, I don't know if he wrote that, though. Yeah. Well, other than that, I've been doing shit. I got a lot of things coming up here, though. It's going to be a very busy, busy couple of months for uh, the Voices of Misery, but our but our schedule will stay the same. Our podcast will not be changing times or anything like that. Like like we were thinking, I think we were talking about it uh, a couple of shows ago. We were talking about how like the, the schedule might change a little bit, but nope, everything is fine and good to go in the house. So you want to talk about the thing that pissed us the hell off? I mean, we might as well just do it because so, people can relate to this shit. One thing goes wrong, and this time, people, something went wrong in the house, and it was not water-related. It wasn't toilet-related, it wasn't plumbing, it wasn't any of that bullshit. I didn't even know this happened until I just walked out. <laughs> and so, like, let yeah, me describe just start the off. scene when you came out. I'm just hanging out here watching TV, and I'm like, hey, let me go grab myself a Zevia drink. How is this nice and quiet? Nothing's quiet being said. Quiet as hell. No one is doing anything. I walk out there, and there's just clothes hanging everywhere. <laughs> I mean, you got clothes hanging off of fucking doors, windows, curtain rods, curtain rods, (laughs) fucking fan is spinning around in a circle with clothes attached. The dogs are fucking wearing them. What the? And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You looked at me, and immediately I put my hand up. I'm like, don't, (laughs) just don't even. Mm -hmm. The fucking dryer turns on, but will not heat. It will no longer fucking heat. So, I tell you, and, and I explained that I was Googling, like, all the things that could be wrong with it, how to, how to fix it, blah, blah, blah. So, we decided to clean the the vent. And you pulled out the dryer. Mm-hmm. And took the stupid hose thing off. But this is what he does, people. He gets his fucking camera going. And has me on my hands and knees, freaking cleaning out, the, putting my hand in this freaking hole in the wall. Hole that led to another dimension. Oh. And all I kept thinking was, there's going to be something in here. A fucking snake. I was saying it was a snake from outside crawling in and got stuck. I'm like, oh my god, there's probably spiders and shit in here. Uh-huh. So uh, you're just recording the whole time as I'm trying to clear clean the damn vent out yep so what a fucking pain in the ass cleaned all that mess up <clears throat> whatever hooked the dryer back up it's still not dry so clean the fuck out of that thing I went online last night because I get obsessed yeah fucking obsessed I, I want to go out there and screw with it right now 
when we had toilet issues, we were trying to fix the toilet the first time, like a couple of years you know, ago or whatever, and we were doing a show. I was like, yeah, there's this water's just fucking shooting out. I'm not going to call anybody. I'm going to fucking fix it. And I was in there fixing it. And finally, we got it fixed. And we had other issues over the years. And sometimes we had to call for help. Sometimes we didn't. This one, I was so obsessed. I looked online. And I'm like, all right. Fucking video online I'm looking at. You got to open the door and shut it six times. And within 12 seconds, unplug the thing. Let it sit for a minute. I was trying everything I could. And finally, it was like, you know, too late. It's like, yeah, this can't fucking do this. Because I was at the point. I'm just flipping the fuck out because it's like whenever you start moving ahead something like this happens every fucking time and if it's not this it'll be something else I'm waiting for the next thing seriously but the way I see it like I'm aggravated about it obviously it's a pain in the ass when you're a homeowner and like something fucking breaks like it fucking sucks you gotta fix it but I look at it as... It's not very good for this shit. The timing is not fucking good for this. No it's, it's definitely not which is why it's aggravating but mm-hmm. the way I look at it is this is if it something had to stop working, that's the best appliance to fucking stop working. Yeah, I guess. Well, we, I know, I, I know. It the sucks clothes up. will still be clean. The fridge and the stove and the like, all the other appliances, everything is still working. The HVAC hasn't shit the fucking bed again. Like, it's the fucking dryer. Okay, we got to hang up clothes until we. They all take try their a new fucking turn to break. The f- they all take their turn. I know. It's like they're standing in line at the pissed nerd off fucking counter. And they got their ticket in their hand. You're like, wait. And the fucking thing goes next. And the refrigerator's like, well, I got number two. Yeah. And the fucking washer's like, well, I'm number five. The fucking everything else. And all of a sudden, well, I got number one. I'm the dryer. And they fucking go up the line and break. Like, it's a pain in the ass. But this is the one that, like, we can we can get by until we get it fixed. So it's just it's just annoying. I don't know. I've I've been at that point where I just been ready to fucking just give up for the longest time, and it's like everything pushes me closer and closer to just saying fuck it, I'm done, and just giving up. But you can't give up. You know, you got to keep fucking going. It's the worst thing. So sick of this shit. I'm just I'm fucking sick of it. It's always something. It's always fucking something, man. You know. Well, the toilets can't go wrong because no, they can. (laughs) They can, and they fucking will. They will. By the end of the year, though, something will fucking happen. I guarantee it, man. It's just it's just the way our fucking luck is. (laughs) It sucks. It really does. Like sometimes I I feel like maybe this is hell. Maybe we are living in hell. Because what do you do? I mean, you fucking you you live a short life, filled with nothing but work and fucking misery. And then you die. It's like, what the where the fuck is the fun at? And like, where's the good times and shit? We're just, I don't know. It, it, this is just another thing that just pisses me off, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I'll get over it. Maybe I won't. I'm just happy to be off today. And I'm happy it's Monday. It means it's the beginning of a new week. I can't believe this is the last week of April 2023, which means, holy shit, the hot there weather is. is coming. Oh, I thought you were going to say your normal line. No, the hot weather's coming, man. It's going to be May soon, even though Colorado has had some fucking snow over the weekend. They got snow. I don't know what the hell's going on up there, but fuck it, man. I mean, we're enjoying the nice weather. We're going to make it to Friday, and we're going to start by telling you what you can do the next couple are of you, days. Are you going to make it to Friday? I don't know if I'm going to make it to Friday. It's, it's going to be an interesting week for old nerd here. That's all I can say. April 24th is today. It is New Kids on the Block Day, bitches. Is it really? It is. And I'm not making that up. Oh, 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 oh. (laughs) It is New Kids on the Block Day. Now, whether they mean the group or, you know, actual new kids moving into a neighborhood or something, I don't know. But I'm Mm going to take it as a group. (laughs) I would take it as a group. Uh, It's also National Pigs in a Blanket Day. April 25th is National Crayola Day. National Telephone Day and World Penguin Day. 
Penguins are cute. It's Sammy's favorite. Fucking loves penguins. I don't know. These kids have, like, all of a sudden, both of them are obsessed with... You sure it's her older one? I thought the younger one liked the penguins better. No. Nope. Jenna's all fucking... She's got panda shirts everywhere. Mm. Panda shirts on everything. Mm. And then Sammy is the freaking goddamn penguins. Like, oh, when did right. this shit start? Started with a P. Like, when the hell did that become a fucking thing? Dude, these kids are... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They're just fucking... Whatever. Was that it for your days? I'm not gonna. I'm was not that gonna, really it? I'm not gonna answer. Was that really it? Because I love it that they're getting a lot shorter, but I don't love it more than the next person does. And I'm talking about our favorite sponsors of the show, our friends over at Built Bar. Ladies and gentlemen, go to built.com and get the finest protein bars of all time, the tastiest, most protein filled bars to get you energized throughout the day. And I have to talk about this one because it's my personal favorite. Brownie batter puffs are on sale today, ladies and gentlemen. My personal favorite. Go to built.com <laughs> and check it out. The brownie batter puffs are absolutely orgasmic. The, I mean, the reaction that I had the first time I put one in my mouth. Ridiculous. He's so dramatic with everything. Like Pure he, bliss. The He was making noises. It's ridiculous what he was doing. I fucking moaned. I oh moaned God. like a bitch because it was so good. And I <laughs> ate the entire box that they sent. And one, without sitting down, the box was... Was gone. Didn't even hit the floor before the next wrapper was opened and getting stubbed to my face. It was that good. Brownie batter puff. Unbelievable. But guess what's right behind it? Number two, the cookie dough chunk puffs are launching on Thursday. They're coming back. Right after that, the mint brownies and the cookies and cream puff bites are also launching. This is the best time to be a Built fan. I'm telling you, So it's puffs this week. Last week was balls. Oh, my God. Yeah. The balls are still on sale. The peanut butter balls are still there, people. They are phenomenal as well. What isn't good at Built, people? I'm serious. Go to Built.com and try for yourself. Use our code VOMSHOW to save 15% plus free shipping on any order. Did I tell you they really love your segments? Yes. Their favorite one, by the way. I wanted you to know that. All right, so today is April 24th. We've already established that earlier, but we didn't establish that today's someone's birthday, which means they are sitting along, all alone, just staring up at the sky, waiting for someone to come say happy birthday. But that call or text they're may never come. They're listening to on the block. That's what they're doing. Hopefully so. Didn't they sing happy birthday? Yes, they did. And it was very G-A-Y. It was pretty bad. But what? listen. What? Florida man has a present for you today. Uh, this one is pretty bad. <laughs> so this Florida man stabbed his nephew for hogging the bathroom. And that's really fucking annoying, a bathroom hug. Now, we're not rich at all. We don't. I mean, shit, we're fucking hurting right now. But we have two bathrooms in the house. So we're very lucky, I guess. A lot of people don't have that luxury. But down here in the south, I think most houses, it's standard, right? Most houses do, do have two houses or bathrooms down here, it seems. Yeah. If yeah. it has multiple bedrooms, it's got two bathrooms. Well, I guess they don't in Florida because in the land here, authorities say a 72-year-old Florida man repeatedly stabbed his nephew because he was taking too long in the bathroom. Guess what county this happened in? He, he had to go. Can you guess what county this happened in? No. Volusia? Fucking nailed it. Volusia <laughs> County Sheriff's deputies and Deland police arrived Tuesday to find a 29-year-old victim with wounds in his stomach and back. Investigators said the victim lives in his vehicle in his father's driveway and that his father allows him to use the bathroom. What fucking redneck shit is this? According to a report, he was about to get in the shower when his uncle, Dan Johnson, started banging on the bathroom door, complaining he'd been in there for too long. So the uncle can live in the house, but the kid has to live in the car? I guess so. Can he at least sleep on the floor? If he, there's nowhere for him to sleep, can he, he can at least barely come use the fucking the bathroom? Apparently, Jesus. No, the victim said he opened the door and was stabbed repeatedly with a knife. Johnson told investigators the victim had taken a step toward him, so he's been charged with aggravated battery with a deadly weapon and is being held without bond. Holy fuck, man! 
The victim is expected to survive, so I guess now he's got the house to himself. That's really shitty, man. Your fucking family turns their back on you. Did you ever have an incident where, you're, where like a family member turned their back on you? Like that, just this, I mean, that's bullshit. You, oh yeah, well I have a house here, but you can sleep in a fucking car outside and barely <laughs> use the bathroom. I mean, that's a family member. Could you do that to a family member or has that ever happened to you? I kicked my mother out. But your mom was being a real cunt. I know. I mean, and, and so you're I, I guess in, in that way, I, I turned my back on her. Yeah. Took her shit and threw it over the balcony. Get the fuck out, you fucking psychotic bitch. That's fucking awesome. Well, I mean, now, now you're just probably... One of my proudest moments. <laughs> I mean, shit, now you might as well just tell a fucking story and people are going to be wondering now, like, what the hell is... God, I think... I'm trying to think of how old I was. I think I was 20... 22 or 23. Mm-hmm. And she sold her house... But her new condo wasn't finished uh, being built yet, and she needed a place to stay. Her and my young, my youngest sister, and a nice fucking person that I am. I'm like, well, I have a sleeper sofa. I got room, like you know, it's not a big deal. So move on over. So she came in and she stayed there for I think it's she she wasn't there long, maybe maybe a week. She had planned on staying for like three months. Didn't get that far. And a something, one week. Yeah, it did. It didn't. She was supposed to stay the summer because her condo wasn't going to be done until the fall. And she, I don't know, got pissed off at my younger sister who was probably, if I'm 22, how the fuck old? She was like 14, 15. Yeah, yeah. She, she, she was young. Uh, she was like Sammy's age. And my mom was pissed off at her and she was yelling the way she fucking does and and I and I was in the other room with my door shut, and all of a sudden I heard her say, "I'm gonna knock you through the fucking wall." And I'm just like, "Okay, this is not in my house, bitch. Not in my house." Yeah. Like I went through that, so Good. I'm like, mm, "That's not happening." So I took all her shit, threw it over the balcony, and I said, "Get the fuck out! <laughs> Don't come back!" And my sister's staying here. Yeah. And that's what happened. That's fucking amazing. That's good stuff right there. Well, I mean. I, I had an incident, I was on the flip side of that once before, and I told this story before in the podcast where, I mean, I had a family member do even worse than what happened to this guy being able to sleep out in the car. At least this guy was able to sleep somewhere near the vicinity of, of a house. We had a situation, man, like, we were struggling growing up. I always told you we were fucking poor as shit growing up, man. So that's why I, I, I feel like the adult that I am, fucking light years ahead of what I had as a kid. So, I mean, I should be grateful for at least that, even though I'm bitching about a fucking dryer going down. We, we, we just weren't doing very well. And I was young. I was like a young teenager then. I wasn't even able to work yet, I don't think. And we were fucking like, this is, my, my mom was living in a hotel with my sister and my fucking baby nephew at the time. And I was just fucking out. I was, I was going from friend's house to friend's house. And I couldn't do that anymore. Because, I mean, one thing I've always had was a lot of pride, you know. And I didn't want any, any of my friends knowing, that, like, what the fuck was going on in my life. So it's like, you stay at one friend's house one night, you go to another friend's, you have a different story. And then finally, I'm like, my brother has a house in town. Let me just fucking go there and see if I can stay at least one night to get a shower and figure something out. Go to his fucking house. And it's like maybe 7 o'clock at night. Dinner time, I guess. At least it was. I don't know. Knocking the fucking door. He comes to the door. I'm like, and I tell him the situation. Fucking no. Can't help you. All right. Fucking that. And, and that and many years didn't say a fucking word to this motherfucker. And it's one of those things where like... You have these experiences in your life, and some people can forgive and forget. I can't. So I have no problem... That's fucking horrible. ...saying fuck you to these people, you know? And, like, that's just why... 
I'm just, I guess it's why I am the way I am. It doesn't bother me. At the time, it pissed me off, but it didn't upset me. I didn't cry about it. It was more or less like, okay, you are dead to me now. And I've always had that ability to do that, to shut it off immediately, to shut it off and just fucking move on. Like, never again. And it took a long time before I even said anything back. I think we were living here when there was, like, some kind of communication. I think it was, no, it was when my dad passed away. So, yeah, it was when we, we were together. So, mm-hmm. it was many, many years. Many, many fucking years it took. Not talking because of that shit, so. I get it, man. It, it, it sucks. All right, let's get into some topics here. We can get some topics here and cheer everybody yeah, up with some stuff. Yeah, because this fucking depressing. No, well, I Happy mean, fucking birthday. This... <laughs> oh, shit, that's right. Happy birthday to you. You got a Florida man and some depressing stories. But you know what? At least you got a present Jeez. this year. And we are always coming with gifts. You ready for some stuff here? God, that's awful. So, I love fuck around and find out stories. And my personal favorite one probably came yesterday and this is a good one here so this man is knocked out in a cub scouts meeting in a fight over a parking spot in michigan did you see this shit no this is a good video so an argument about a parking spot carried over into a cub scouts (laughs) meeting in michigan leading to a man being brutally knocked unconscious so the incident happened on tuesday april 18th in warren about 20 miles north of detroit Police are now searching for 26-year-old tyrone sledge who's been charged with assault with intent to do great bodily harm the Warren Police Department said the argument took place in the parking lot of Roos Elementary School prior to the Cub Scouts meeting. A man called out a woman for parking in a handicapped spot without a permit. So police referred to the argument as brief and minor, but the woman called a relative named Sledge, who later appeared at the meeting. I mean, that's just a name. You don't want to fuck with someone named Sledge. I don't know why. Like, like the name Sledge, you think Sledgehammer, like fucking, like a brutal weapon. I don't know. But anyway, Sledge is shown in surveillance video calmly entering the cafeteria during the meeting and approaching the 47-year-old man. Sledge allegedly advised the victim he was armed and threatened the victim before punching him directly in the face. The punch (coughs) knocked the victim immediately unconscious and he was taken to the hospital where he was initially listed in critical condition. His condition has since improved. Motherfucker's name is Sledge and he has hands like a sledgehammer. He he walks... I've I've watched this video like a hundred times. It's... Holy, so this guy fucking yells at Sledge's bitch because there was a parking spot incident. He's like, you can't park here. The guy wouldn't mind his own fucking business. And started yelling at this woman for parking in a handicapped spot. She's like, fuck you. She goes inside. Guy was probably being a real asshole. She's like, hey, Sledge, come get this motherfucker. Because you can see her on the video. When Sledge walks in, she like, like points at him. You're like, that's the motherfucker. He's like, all right. Comes in, fucking one fucking shot. Guy crumbles crumples to the ground and the sledge guy just walks right the fuck out I mean you can't go around doing that kind of shit but you also shouldn't be fucking bothering people <laughs> over some bullshit you parked in a handicapped spot out of fucking cups shut the fuck up yeah Captain America this is what happens to you you fucking prick shut your fucking <laughs> and the guy wasn't handicapped he was just bitching about it I mean sometimes in life you, you pick your battles you know you pick your fucking battles this is one of those things where he just went up to some random woman and started yelling at her and showed who the fuck who the fuck made you the parking spot fucking captain, you piece of shit. That's why Sledge knocked you the fuck out. That's why Sledge knocked your ass the fuck out. Because you're fucking nosy. I don't like nosy people, man. It's just if we pulled up to a fucking like PTO meeting or something for the kids at their school and we saw some woman parking handicap spot and she gets out and there's a fucking backflip and a cartwheel into the school. <laughs> I don't care. It, it's not going to bother me. The people that care too much are the ones that get knocked the fuck out over some dumb shit. I, I don't want sleds punching me in the face. 
motherfucker. What do you think about this one? I mean, I think it's funny. It's it is funny. It's a. I mean, it sucks. You shouldn't go punching people in the face, but also you shouldn't be sitting there. Ooh, ooh, ooh you parked in it. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And then go like harass this woman over it. I'm sure she she knows what she did. In my opinion, there's too many fucking handicapped spots. You go to a Walmart, like the first like 18 fucking rows. Like, why why gotta be punished? Because I got legs. I don't want to fucking walk a hundred fucking yards to get to the store. <laughs> How many fucking parking spots do we need? Why do I get punished? Cause I'm I serious, <laughs> man. Like, the fuck? There's like 18 fucking rows back here. Like, fuck. Walmart. I didn't choose this for myself, are then? Uh, Walmart is a royal pain in the ass, though, because it's not just handicapped. You need a fucking compass when you get out your car to find a store. That's how it's far you gotta park as a... Jesus. It's I like feel discriminated against. The first whole half of the damn parking lot down here is is oh, got a fucking sign thing. on it. They get VIP parking. What the fuck do we get? Yeah, I don't know. More and steps. The, oh, and then once the freaking stupid pandemic, like now there's a whole line for to to pick up. Do you even want us to fucking shop there? Walmart Shit. on the go. You got to park all the way like fucking across the street. I don't. I don't know. How about this? How about no? Seriously, how about we do this? How about Walmart offers free Walmart Plus subscriptions if you prove your handicap, so they can deliver your shit with no charges. You don't have to tip the driver. It's free, only if you're handicapped. Then they fucking get rid of all the handicapped spots and let people fucking go to the stores that can walk to the fucking store and go in there. Fuck, they give a lot. I don't mind a couple. I don't mind a couple, but the whole half the fucking ninety percent of the parking lot down here. I think it's. But I remember saying that when we moved here, though. I'm a real motherfucker for this. That it's not like that in New York. At least it wasn't at the Mm. time when we moved here. It was like the first two, three spots in each row were for handicapped. No big deal. But then we come down here, and it's completely different. And I think it's really just because a lot of people come down to the Mm. south to retire, right? I think it's even I, I worse think, in New York now with the parking. Like now they got it? the rainbow parking spots where you have to bend over and get annually okay. inspected to make sure you. Well, don't be, be fucking ridiculous. There. I'm just I, I don't know, but yeah, they, now they got first responders and fucking on the go and blah blah. blah like all like, sorts of fucking. Where the fuck are the regular shoppers at, man? What the fuck? <clears throat> you just don't want me shopping at your store. I have to park all the way into the <laughs> other store's parking lot to get to Walmart now. <laughs> fucking assholes. So here's another one here. So Instacart delivery workers in Florida shot at after going to the wrong address. And no, this is not the same story we talked about the other day. Because I thought it was at first until I read it. I'm like, what is up with this shit? You go to the wrong address and now and now that's a murderable fucking offense? You can get killed by making a simple mistake? So Florida man shot at a car with two people after they went to the wrong address trying to deliver an Instacart order. And I'm, I don't even know what the hell Instacart is. So, uh, Waldus Thomas Jr. and Diamond Darville were attempting, were attempting to deliver groceries on April f- Diamond. Who the fuck? I got my son silver, gold. Well, why? I mean, I've... Here's Ruby. platinum. Platinum. Right? Yeah. I don't fucking know. But anyway, they were attempting to deliver groceries on April 15th when they were on the phone with the customer trying to find the right address. The two reportedly drove onto the property of Antonio Cacalvi, 43, in southeast uh, ranches, a town located around 30 miles northwest of Miami. So Cacalvi told police he saw the vehicle on his property and told his teenage son to tell them to leave. His son called for help when Cacalvi approached the car. He said the driver was allegedly driving erratically and began running over logs, boulders, and a fence on the property. According to the police report, the homeowner said he feared for the safety of himself and his son after the car allegedly ran over his foot. And he pulled out his handgun and shot several rounds towards the tires of the car. Well, I mean, they ran over his foot and they ran down his fence. So they, what kind of driver was this? 
this sounds very unrealistic. Someone is oh, obviously <laughs> lying here. It just like. <laughs> I mean, if a car pulls up in our parking lot and I see someone, like, looking at her door, I'm going to immediately start being like, all right, what the fuck is going on here? But I'm not going to pull out the gun and start firing at this person because, I mean, we live in a neighborhood. There's Or did they run over the fence when they saw you standing there with, with a, a gun? a fucking gun. If someone walks out, if I'm an Instacart driver and I pull to a house that, like, you know, like, maybe the numbers are faded or something on the house or whatever... And you pull up, you're like, oh, I might have the wrong house. So some dude comes out with a fucking chainsaw or a shotgun. You're going to fucking, you're, you're going to try to hit him or drive away or do something, right? I don't think these drivers are at fault here. I could never I be a delivery driver for anything. I can't. People are crazy. I said that. Yeah. We said that years couldn't ago. Couldn't I couldn't do it. it. Mm-mm. But anyway, this is, uh, this is crazy, man. Uh, the fucking driver, uh, Ralph Yarl, he was a 16-year-old. He was shot on April 13th by a homeowner in Kansas after he accidentally went to the wrong address to pick up his siblings. That was the one we talked about before. There's another one. Uh, there was another guy who was delivering fucking... Uh, what the hell's that other one? Uh, DoorDash? They, he, DoorDash. Another one. There was fucking same old shit happening. <laughs> anyway, this guy was charged with deadly conduct, a third-degree felony. So, fucking A, man. Not a good job. Seriously. Deli- when you're delivering food to someone's house and you're known to have cash, you're basically bringing cash to someone's house. That may not have the best intentions, you know what I mean? That's why a lot of the cars will say, oh, our drivers carry less than $50 cash. A lot of times they won't even fucking let do you they, Is it cash, though? Well, or do you pay with it on the app? Pizza places do. Yeah. Instacart, DoorDash, those are the safer bets if you're a driver. Because, I mean, people should know, hey, they really don't, they don't do change. They don't do cash. You pay yeah. through the app and that's it. I don't know, man. It's fucking... It's a crazy world out there. People are just on edge, I guess. I don't know. What do you got? Well, are you a fan of the iconic icy drink? Uh, you mean the one with the dog on the cover? I think so. The cartoon like a little dog, sucky. Yeah. yeah. If so, we have good news for you. Kellogg's has paired with the Icy Company... To bring fans a red and blue cereal inspired by the popular slushy drink... A fucking cereal. Mm-hmm. This innovative cereal tastes like blue raspberry and cherry, the best-selling icy flavors. And it has a real cooling effect when you eat it. Hmm. Just thinking about the taste of an icy takes us back to our childhood summers. And a dose of nostalgia is exactly what the two companies have hoped to serve up. You should start seeing uh, the cereal hitting shelves in April at retailers nationwide. The cereal comes in 8.3 ounce boxes with a suggested retail price of 5.29. We haven't bought cereal in a long time. 5.29? I didn't think it would go that high. For an 8.3 ounce box? I was thinking like 3. Holy crap. I don't know. I guess, I guess inflation's really hitting cereal. Well, no one eats cereal in this house, so we haven't mm-hmm. we haven't I, no. That's crazy. It is also available in 13.2 ounce boxes for a suggested retail price of 6.49. Well, maybe they're looking at, like, New York prices, California prices. Yeah. Blue raspberry and cherry. I'm sure it's good. It probably tastes amazing. The cooling effect. I don't know. Unless they put, like, a mint in there or something. I don't know. Like, what the hell can be cooling about it? Unless they put something weird I don't know. There. But that blue raspberry fucking slushy is so fucking good. Yeah. And if you mix the two flavors together, oh, my God. Mm. I used to love slushies back <clears> in the day. I used to love all that shit, man. Mm. You know what? That's probably a really good cereal. Probably you amazing. I, I, don't, I don't know. Well, I got a couple here for you. Here Now, there's one of them is a place we used to live in a place 
that we now live. So which one do you want first? Do you want where we used to live or do you want where we now live? Which story? Get the idiot from here okay. out of the way first. Well, I don't think it's the same thing you're going to think it was. So there was one here where there was a, a hospital that we've been to where a black woman and white man both face racial discrimination. What the fuck? Yeah. Why? Ebony and Ivory. What the fuck is wrong with people? Ebony and Ivory go together like perfect harmony because the world is black. The world is white. I don't know the rest of the words. He just wanted to sing a new song, people. There you go. <laughs> I'm fucking high right now, You found now too, any man. excuse to I'm sing fucking, a different song. I'm fucking baked right now. I feel good. So I at Myrtle Beach good. Area Hospital. Oh, I feel so good. There you fucking uh. go. So a Myrtle Beach Area Hospital is now facing allegations of discrimination by a black woman and white man. Sean Barrett, a 53-year-old African-American woman hired as an administrative assistant at Grand Strand Medical Center in 2017, believes her termination in September 2021 was in part due to retaliation for complaining about white colleagues creating a hostile work environment. <sighs> the hospital responded in a statement to the Sun News that it is strongly disagreeing with the allegations and plans to defend itself through the legal process. That's not something you hear every day. A lot of times these businesses will just immediately bend the knee. Oh, we're so sorry. We're going to fire everybody. Oh my goodness, here's some lawsuit money. Please just take all this. You are now the owner of the fucking hospital. Congratulations, here's your people. <laughs> Seriously, like that's what these companies do. So I'm yeah. actually happy to see them fight back. Like, no, fuck you. Just because a lawsuit is filed does not mean the allegations made in it are true, a Grand Strand Health spokesperson wrote. We are dedicated to creating a welcoming environment and a culture of respect and inclusion for everyone. We owe it to our colleagues and patients to monitor team member performance and make changes as needed. So she says that her colleagues regularly made jokes about African Americans being lazy and offered negative commentary about the BLM movement. Her, I mean, this is the South, so maybe, maybe. Her complaints to her supervisor were largely ignored by the hospital's leadership and human resources department, while Barrett's white colleagues began making false statements about her not performing her job duties. Those allegations led to an investigation that resulted in Barrett's termination, the complaint states. So maybe she wasn't doing her fucking job, and the company's like, So they had a hey, right to complain. Maybe she didn't do it. So maybe, yeah. maybe there is maybe there is discrimination, maybe there's not. That's why you have to, you know, put this out there. So anyway, Thomas Frazier, and this is his story, he's a former nurse of the hospital, alleged his termination related to him being a white man older than 40. So how can both things be true in the same exact hospital? So they hate black people and they hate white people. So someone is making this shit up. Or this could be a case of two employees that were just not very good at their fucking jobs getting fired. Mm -hmm. So anyway, his troubles with hospital leadership began in 2021 after he responded to an anonymous company survey by expressing concerns that the hospital's ownership, uh, HCA Healthcare, had donated to BLM and created a diversity, inclusion, and equity committee with no heterosexual white men on, on, on a staff here. So that's fucking stupid. But he was fired on December 6, 2021, shortly after a conversation with a co-worker about a transgender person that company officials considered disparaging remarks toward the LGBTQ plus community, he alleged. So both are very hyper-political lawsuits here. One person saying it's because she's black. One person saying because he's an older white male that doesn't fit the woke agenda. So which one is it? Yeah. I which which one is it? I think they're just two lazy fucks. <clears throat> I don't think this company's racist at all. You got two lazy fucks that like to complain, and every company has them. 
who doesn't have a job that they go to every day that you try to avoid this one motherfucker who won't shut up about how much they hate the job and they're the laziest person you fucking know. You act nice to them to their face, but you secretly hope they get fired so you never have to hear their fucking shit again. Everyone's got that coworker. They just had each other. These, these two, I think. What What do you think? Yeah, I don't, I don't... I think they just got fired. Right, me too. And with the way the world is right now, they're grasping at straws trying to get attention and get money. And they're victims. They're, you know, they're both victims. They're playing the victim card. Right. I, I don't yeah. know. Maybe it did happen because, I mean, it's two people, but, like, it's very... It's very odd. Mm-hmm. I think they just got fired, and they're pissed off. Eventually, it's going to get to a point where real people are going to get hurt. You can't trust anybody. That's yeah. the fucking problem. You can't trust anybody. Real people. I don't are know start who the fuck hurt. is telling the truth ever. It's just ridiculous. Real people, I'm telling you, man, that have real problems are going to be like, well, you got all these fucking people crying wolf. No one's going to get believed anymore when this shit could be really happening somewhere. I don't think it's happening in this case. You can't have two completely similar cases with two completely different people saying the same fucking thing. It just doesn't make any sense. So, like, do you want woke diversity or do you fucking want the black people gone? Like, what the fuck do you want? Because you got the black woman saying this, the white guy saying this. So, I guess we'll keep you posted on this. I'm really not going to pay attention to it unless it comes across my uh, news feed again. Yeah, so we're not going to keep you posted. I'll try. I'll try. If I see it, I'll fucking bring it back up again. But it's just one of those things where... And that hospital is really close to here, too. So I I don't know. Hmm. So I got one for you about New York. And this one is going to backfire so bad. New York Health Department explores banning all tobacco products. All. (laughs) Despite lawmakers declining other related prohibitions. So... I don't smoke cigarettes. I don't like any tobacco. I really don't. But people should have the right to damage their bodies any way they want, as long as it doesn't hurt anybody else. Well, that's a problem. Smoking does. You smoke next to somebody. Yeah, but you that's why you have decency. And so that's can, their argument. But people can police each other very easily on that. Like, hey, can you fucking move over there and smoke, you piece of shit? You have smoking sections for that. Like, hey, if you can't stand in front of a doorway, you have to go stand over there to smoke. You can't stand right outside of, of your job. You have to go to the assigned smoke areas, you know? Mm-hmm. That should be something where people can easily police themselves and each other on that. Because if I'm sitting there standing, I'm not going to be like, well, this guy's uh, amendment right is to blow smoke in my face. No, it's not. You fucking get the fuck out of my face with that shit. You have every right to smoke. I have every right not to smell that shit. There shouldn't be legislature here. There, there really shouldn't be. But Kathy Hochul's trying. Uh, She commissioned a survey distributed to state and county leaders exploring a ban on all tobacco products, despite lawmakers declining support to prohibit menthol cigarettes and other flavored products. So according to an April 13th memo from Jennifer Lee, director of the Health Department's Bureau of Tobacco Control, obtained by the New York Post, researchers from RTI International Organization disseminated the survey to community leaders statewide, including county legislators and county directors of public health. This is what it says. What is your opinion about a policy that would end the sale of all tobacco products in New York within 10 years? So, for example, those born after the year 2010 or later would never be sold tobacco. So they're trying to just completely erase tobacco from New York. They don't want people to have it anymore. And I thought that was where New York got a majority of their tax money. That's why you buy a pack of cigarettes in Georgia. So what the fuck are they going to do? I don't know, but a pack of smokes would be like $3.10 in Georgia, but in fucking New York it would be 10 bucks. Yeah, I literally was talking, my uncle came down here, and my they smoke, right? Mm -hmm. He bought tons of cartons of cigarettes when he was here, and I'm like, why? How much are they up there? He pays over $100 for a fucking carton of smokes up there now. Insane. 
<clears throat> I'm like, oh my god. He's like, yeah, that's why I bought all these to bring back. That's Fuck insane. Fuck that. Like, listen, I am going down to the cheapest of the cheap, but yeah. I would... A hundred dollars for a fucking carton? That's ridiculous, man. <clears throat> and that's in upstate New York, so I can only I can only imagine. I can only imagine. That's, that's fucking crazy. I yeah. I can't understand. Like, what are they going to do? What are they going to tax next? I don't know what the because marijuana. I mean, marijuana maybe could be the 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 savior for them, but I mean, well, they got to get money somehow. If you're going to take that away, you got to you got to tax something. But all tobacco products. That's that's. I mean, that's, that's a lot. Pipe tobacco, yeah. all that shit. You can't get. They don't want it anywhere in New York anymore. Apparently. I don't think it's ever going to pass. That's pass too much money to get away. And this is the interesting thing about it. They got numbers here. So New York State menthol cigarettes are used by over half of all the adult smokers, 52%. Well, 86% are black and 72% are Hispanic. Exclusively smoke menthol cigarettes. Who do the Democrats pander to the most? Yeah. Seriously, this is this is... I'm not saying anything controversial. They pander... To the minorities. So, I mean, you're going to take away the menthol cigarettes that these numbers are saying that they love so fucking much. You say, no, no, no. You can't have that. We know better for you. Slap their hands. Be happy about it. Do you think those people are going to vote for Democrats anymore? I, I say ban this shit. Fucking ban it and see people flip the fuck out. Man. <laughs> Seriously, just see what would happen. New Yorkers get upset over everything. Over everything. There's some miserable fucking people for the most part, right? Yeah. Can you imagine what happens if they're irritable and they need their nicotine fix that they can't get anymore? They're going to be bootlegging cigarettes out in that bitch now. Seriously. If the, It ain't going to happen. I mean, this is, no, this is just... There's no way. Well, because they st- when we were up there, they stopped... You could no longer get them in the mail. Yeah. Because I, I used to get my smokes mailed to me. From here. From here. I, I would smoke Senecas, and they, they would be shipped right up there. And, and then all of a sudden, New York stopped that. Yep. Nope, can't do that. No more. Because they wanted the tax money. Right. So So what the fuck do they want? I don't, I don't, think, I don't, they, I don't think they know. I don't think they know shit. They really don't. New York is one of the worst fucking run states in the goddamn country of all time. The only time they actually flourished there and did well was when Giuliani was there. It's the only time they fucking had, like, the least amount of crime. It was looking clean. People were going there, flocking in droves. New York was the mecca of everything. Like, you think of America, you think of New York, you think of the streets of New York, all sorts of different cultures and backgrounds. Everyone's walking the streets. Everyone's pissed off and angry. Statue of Liberty, the big buildings, big business, the shows, fucking superstars. It was the shit back in the day. It was a great place. I, I, I liked it before Giuliani, I like it when it was grimy as hell, but it was still flourishing. There was still money being spent. Now it's it's, it's fucking pitiful and it's fucking pathetic. It really is. New York is absolutely pathetic now. It's because of this fucking Democrat leadership. Oh God! Well, I have a Seven Eleven one. Okay. I do. I do have a. But I need to get rid of these. Does someone get killed while working? No, but I sure? I need to get rid of these flavor things that I did not get through last week. I like so breaking the fourth wall here. Just sometimes. bear with me. 7-Eleven is encouraging its slippery-loving customers to tap, uh, tap into their creative sides once again during another bring-your-own-cup day. Hmm. I didn't even know this was a fucking thing. Uh, I didn't either. On April 29th, I don't know what day that falls on, on April 29th, you can sip on your favorite flavor for just $1.99 when bringing in your own cup at participating 7-Eleven Speedway in Stripe stores. 
Whether it's a mason jar, an entire pitcher, a tea kettle, or a fucking fishbowl, anything goes as long as these rules are followed. So the cup needs to be food safe and clean. The cup needs to be able to fit upright within a, the 10 inch hole uh, in the store display. The 7-Eleven says this will ensure that it can also fit under the Slurpee drink dispenser. The cup must be watertight and leak-proof, obviously, because otherwise that would be a fucking mess. We love seeing customers enjoy our products in fun ways, especially when it comes to our beloved iconic Slurpee drink. From cowboy boot... Oh my god! From cowboy boot to fishbowl, the more creative the cup, the better. Can you fucking imagine... I can't even imagine. We can't wait. I'm sitting there thinking about how stupid this shit's going to be. We can't wait to see what our customers come up with this year. Like, they're encouraging it. They're Mm. encouraging people to be fucking crazy. Oh, man. To add to the fun, the convenience retailers are also debuting a new limited edition flavor, the Fanta Dragon Fruit Zero Sugar Slurpee. This Slurpee, according to 7-Eleven, is a sweet zero-sugar treat with an exotic blend of kiwi, pear, and watermelon flavors. Zero sugar. Mm-hmm. All right. What's that called? Uh, is it Fanta or Fanta? Fanta. Fanta dragon fruit is zero sugar. Mm. Well, dragon fruit's a weird one. That can taste really fucking gross. Whenever you taste something dragon fruit, it's got like a weird taste. I don't know what it is. Like when I used to drink alcohol way back, way back in a fucking day now, it feels... I remember getting a dragon fruit drink, and it was just like the worst fucking thing ever. And every time you get dragon fruit anything, it's just really bad. I need to know what people are using for cups. I really need to see pictures. Uh, This new flavor can be enjoyed on top of the classics like Coca-Cola, Cherry, and Blue Raspberry. 7-Eleven says this promotion is limited to one cup per customer, and taxes are not included in the listed price of $1.99. But $1.99, and you can just get a huge cup, man. That's... I guess it's a good idea, but you got to think of it this way, man. I mean, how yeah, much they're going to go through you... a lot of slurpy, yeah. like a lot of slushy crap. And, yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't like these gimmick ideas. Like, what the fuck are you doing here? You're just giving away shit. The people that are just coming in for something free and leaving. I don't. You're not making money. You're just giving shit away. I don't. I don't Cowboy get it. boot. I, I don't know. Company. I would love to see the statistics on this. <laughs> but there you go. If you live near a Seven Eleven, April 29th, people bring your own damn cup. Did you see, uh, speaking of seven eleven? Did you see the story about the guy who was working third shift? He got fucking blown away, man. Like some fucking dude just shot him right in the fucking chest. The guy's last words were "thank you," I think, or some shit. It was a really fucking weird story. It was on uh, World Star. Now, you didn't see that one. Are you trying to be funny? You, you didn't see that video. That's not funny. All right, so listen. There is a, a story here that I did want to talk about here, and uh, I knew this conversation was going to get to this point, and I just wanted to say, I hate saying I told you so. But I told you so. When it comes to the racial shit that's been going on in the country, the more hyper-political the stuff gets, the more uh, you got to look at the skin color before you look at the person behind it. When you start talking about crime and statistics, I knew the conversation was going to get to this point, and it did. And you have Bill Maher, who was probably the most popular person on the left, one of the most popular pundits that they have, went there on his show Real Time with Bill Maher, uh, he called out the media during the most recent episodes of his show for not addressing black-on-black crime in Democrat-run cities like Chicago. He made the remarks during a panel discussion with Brown University uh, economist Glenn Laurie and international relations scholar Daniel Bessner. He said, like Chicago, most of the shootings are young black men killing each other. Uh, Is that not correct, Bill Maher asked. 
After Lori noted that was not true, Bill wanted to know why it's never brought up in the media. So why does anybody ever talk about this? Why aren't there a hundred giant black celebrities who would have the respect of those people saying, what are you doing to yourselves? Why are you killing each other? Meyer later said that he thinks that bad schools and predominantly black neighborhoods are one reason that crime in those areas is higher. He says, one in three children in America cannot read at a basic level of comprehension. 85% of black students lack proficiency in reading skill. We also spent a lot of money on those schools. We've already done that. So are you going to keep telling me that more money will fix this? Because I feel like this is much more connected to the problems of people who can't read. So Bill just was just going in and in and in. He was saying how like the crime statistics are never brought up either. And he even said, like, hey, he's like, that's the problem here. He's like, why are you dancing around and why are people too afraid to call us up? And he was fighting with his own panel of people that he chooses to come on his show. He's arguing with them about the whole thing, which is why Bill Maher, like, I, I like him sometimes and then I hate him other times because he's very on point with some things. And he's so fucking left on other things where it's like, just fucking come to the light, you fucking idiot. You're like halfway there. You got one foot in, one foot out. And he's the only person on the left that will ask this question. And you have to wonder. You talk about school, oh, guns are the guns aren't the bad things. It's always the person shooting the gun. And we need to look at the person shooting the gun and not the color, not this or the other thing. You gotta find out why it's happening, you gotta trace it back to where these things occur. And you always gotta go back to the democratic cities because they're the ones with the high crime rates, the high gun violence and all the other shit. And you gotta fix it. I mean you have to have a real discussion about this stuff. And if you keep dancing around these fucking things and not pointing at the real issue, it's never gonna get solved. I mean we have to fucking have this conversation in America, but People are fucking afraid. And of course, they want to cancel Bill Maher now for saying the fucking obvious truth. Like, seriously, like, whenever you see a, a, like a, a national media story where it's like a, a young person is killed by another person, it's always a white person killing a black person. Did you ever notice that? But then you look at the crime numbers and you're like, wait a second, it's often the black person killing another black person. But you never hear about those stories. It's only the narrative they want you to fucking look at. So you have to ask yourself, why are they doing this and how do you solve it? And that's a question we're never going to get the answer to unless we get some real leaders out there and a real discussion starts. So I'm happy Bill Maher at least tried to kick the can down the road. But you see what happened. Immediately they attacked him for it. So will he keep it up? Will anybody join forces and try to help this guy out and find out what the fucking real solution to the problems in America are? Probably not, but... At least it was being said, you know? Do you have any thoughts about that? Not really. No, nothing at all? I don't blame you. I mean, this is one of those... It, it, well, I agree with like, them. It's been like this forever. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't have anything to say, because I, I agree with them. Mm-hmm. No one talks about it, so, like, yeah. I mean, whatever. There was a conversation with one of the... I forgot what rapper it was, but he, he was talking about how, like, a lot of the rappers that are singing these songs about like violent shit never actually did those things, but it's the record producers that want them to say these things because that's the image they have to have if they want to make it in the music industry. That's why there was that major shift in the 90s of like fun hip-hop music became gangster rap. And then now all these rappers, every single one of them for the most part, comes out and says that same shit they've been saying since the 90s, since that one moment of change happened. And you look at it and you're like, why, why do they have to play this certain stereotype? And then why can't they make the music they want to make? It's because they have to fit a certain image. And then when you create this image over, I mean, the 90s, it feels like just yesterday. But how many fucking years ago was that now? You know, you're going back decades here. And that's what people are growing up seeing and remembering. And that's how you look at an entire culture of people because of that image. You got to change the image first. You got to fucking change the image. And then maybe you can, it's not going to happen overnight, but you got to do something. I mean, you can't keep on playing up to these stereotypes and create these fucking holes that people can never get out of. Otherwise, you're never going to get out of them. 
Like fucking gay people fought for so long to be accepted. Finally get accepted. And then the fucking LGBTQ nonsense fucking extremist fucking shit starts. And now look at them. You got gays against fucking trannies. And I never thought that battle would happen. But you see it all the time on fucking social media sites. They're like at each other's throats now. And not in the way they probably want to be at each other's throats. I don't know. Crazy shit, man. But at least discussions are being had. And that's why I love talking about these things on this show. Because you don't hear it anywhere else. So, I don't know. Kevin Bacon was doing some stupid shit. You remember Kevin Bacon? I do. And I like his car commercial. Yeah, well, I don't think you're going to like him anymore. Why? Why? So he joined a heated debate on Sunday by posting a video protesting bans on drag shows in front of children. The 64-year-old piece of shit shared a clip of himself and his fellow piece of shit wife, Kira Sedgwick, dancing around to Taylor Swift's Karma uh, song while both wearing t-shirts with the slogan, Drag is an art and drag is a right. The video caption said, Drag bans are bad karma. Right now, drag performers in the LG plus whatever the fuck community need our help. Tap the link in my bio to shop the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Got to get his own plug in there. Campaign supporting the ACLU Drag Defense Fund and a nationwide effort to protect creative expression to make a gift. Hashtag drag is a right. So this stupid fuck is dancing around with his wife in his video wearing these transgender LGBTQ shirts because you have to say something about this. You have to have an opinion about this fucking bullshit. And of course he has to try to raise money because I don't know if they just stopped calling him or if Hollywood stopped calling. I don't know. These people are constantly trying to one-up each other as who can be the most virtuous one of all. And it's, I guess it's Kevin Bacon's turn to pay his tithe, I guess, to the almighty fucking LGBTQ freaks out there. And the fact that he's raising money for this shit, knowing where this money's going, it's not going to help travel. Like, seriously, what is this fun for? Drag is not something that needs to be celebrated. It's something that people do in their spare time. You know what I mean? It's It's not... An art form. It's just something people fucking do. It's It's been around for a long time. People would do burlesque and shit. Men would dress up as women back in the olden days. You would see this shit. I mean, you could see pictures of it online. They've been doing this for a long time. I don't, most of the time, they were carnival fucking freak shows. You know, you got the bearded lady and shit. You know what I mean? Like, they were fucking freaks. They still are freak shows, but now they're being celebrated as normal. I don't fucking know. Fuck Kevin Bacon and fuck Footloose. The only good thing about the movie was the song anyway made by Kenny Loggins. And you don't see Kenny Loggins promoting this shit, so fuck Kevin Bacon. Fuck him and his stupid fucking wife who looks like a fucking frog. <laughs> Doesn't she look like a fucking frog, Kira Sedgwick? Sed- Kira Sedgwick. She was a bitch from The Closer. She's a, she's an, oh, yeah, she was from like Loverboy. She was from Loverboy. The movie Loverboy. Remember that shit? Yep. Okay, yeah. I can't stand that old bitch. Her and her fucking Kevin Bacon. Fuck him, dude. <laughs> Fuck these people. Who do they think they are? are we asking for money. This money, this the money from this fund is going to pedophiles and groomers that want to go to your kid's school and fucking flaunt their ass in front of them. It's, it has nothing to do with anything supportive. It's Why do they need money to have their little fucking weird freak show sex parties? I mean, seriously, what the fuck is this? What the fuck are we doing anymore? And Whatever. What? what? Whatever, man. Whatever with these fucking people. Whatever. Fucking Kevin Bacon dancing with his stupid fucking frog-faced bitch of a wife trying to raise money for fucking groomers to dance in front of kids and people were retweeting and liking this shit. The country is fucking lost, man. We're, we're completely at a loss here. It's been lost for a long time. Yeah, at least well, shit ain't falling from the sky that we want. Well, I have one more flavor thing. I have to, I have to get rid of it. Let's do it. So Kellogg's offers a new fruity twist on its classic Rice Krispie cereal with the introduction of new Kellogg's Rainbow Krispies. 
No, calm down for a second. All okay, because right. no, I know just, where you're going. But well, I, Fruity Pebbles were always that color. This is what I'm talking about. I know. This is Rice Krispies. I know. I know. And you're turning it fruity and colorful. That's fruity fucking pebbles. I know, it's fruity pebbles. It's fruity pebbles. But are they doing but I, it for that, a different I reason? I think that's post, right? Fruity pebbles is post? I think so. And this is Kellogg's, so I don't know. Kellogg's Rainbow Krispies feature a brand new saucer shape in six, because it can't be exactly the same, in six vibrant colors and a burst of fruity flavor. The new fruity cereal provides 20% of the daily recommended value of vitamin D plus 8 grams of whole grains and is fortified with a total of 9 vitamins and minerals per serving. And it probably tastes fucking amazing. I'm sure it does. You can find Kellogg's Rainbow Krispies at retailers nationwide starting this month for a suggested price of $4.99 for the... Okay, here we go. $4.99 for an 11.1 ounce box and $5.99 for a 17.8 box. So at mm. least you... This one's a little bit better than the icy fucking cereal for some reason. Because the icy one's limited time will never come around again. I don't know, but as soon as I read that, I'm like, man, this is just fruity fucking pebbles. Mm. I don't know. It probably tastes amazing. I want to try these cereals now. I really do. So why are they going to be rainbow? Did they say why they're rainbow? Is it because of LGB stuff? or No, it's just just fruity. It's just a new new one. Yeah, it's just a new cereal. Well, I, I guess it's fine. I mean, it sounds pretty good. I like who doesn't like fruity pebbles? They got it's amazing milk, amazing, amazing milk afterwards. The only thing I don't like about them is they stick to the fucking spoon like really bad. It sticks fruity pebbles, really bad. Fruit Loops. Mm. Which one was Fruit Loops again? Oh, that was the uh, colorful one, right? Toucan yes. Sam. So good. Yeah, you know what? Now, Apple yeah. Jacks. Apple Jacks were the best cereal of all time. Number one by far. We talked about this already. I don't know, man. It's like the more and more we, we do this show and the more shit that comes up lately in the news, it's like people always try to make the idiocracy comparison with the movie. But we saw the movie many times. You know, we saw it quite yeah. a few times. And I, I don't see the comparison anymore. I really don't. Because they were stupid in idiocracy. They were just dumb. Hence the name idiocracy. Now they're just malevolent and evil. And they know what the fuck they're doing. We're not headed towards idiocracy. We're headed towards apocalypse, man. That's what the fuck we're headed towards. But anyway... Sherry wanted me to let you know something, okay? You and Sherry are both moms. And you guys both like to play with your tits and talk about how it was so tough giving birth to kids, right? Because that's what... Isn't that what all women do? They talk about they talk about how tough it is and they play with their tits and they talk to each yeah, other. Yeah, Well, she wanted me to let we you know. We also sit there and talk about our periods nonstop and... Well, I know. That's you know, yeah, part of the conversation. We sit there with wet hair. Of for, course. For, like, no reason. Of course. <laughs> But she wanted me to let you know that your guy's pregnancy wasn't as bad in comparison to this hammerhead shark who washed up on a beach and had 40 pups. Oh, my God. I forgot they were called pups. And I don't know why they're called pups because they're not dogs. I don't. I never understood that. 40? 40. That poor thing? Poor thing, yes. Scientists got a surprise that there a 14-foot hammerhead shark washed ashore with pups on an Alabama beach. Authorities in Orange Beach said that after the shark washed up, researchers discovered it had been pregnant with 40 shark pups. Scientists said it's unclear how the shark died. Unclear? It had 40 fucking pups. Eating them, eating them alive from the inside probably too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They called the large shark a rare find in a unique case study. That's fucked up, man. Now, it doesn't say anything about the pups. I would assume that they all died. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, what, where are they going to get their nutrients from? I mean, their you, mom's dead. Yeah, and there's 40 of them all there's, fighting. Yeah. Maybe there's only a couple of them in there. They could last for a little bit with what's whatever's in that belly. 
But do you really want to just take the 40 pups and throw them back in the 40 sharks you would throw back in the fucking water close to the edge? 40? I didn't know they could have that many. Fuck that. That poor shark. That yeah. poor shark. Oh my god, that poor thing. That thing probably committed suicide. It probably felt and then was just like, I can't do this anymore. Fucking water. <laughs> fucking left. Jumps out on a fucking land or whatever. Oh my god. Police in Pennsylvania are warning grocery shoppers to check their purchases for needles after a teenage employee was accused of tampering with multiple food items early last week. The juvenile employee is now facing charges. Troopers with the state police were first alerted to possible tampering on Wednesday after shoppers at a giant supermarket in Trexlertown in Lee County began returning their groceries. Upon investigation, it was determined an employee had put sewing needles into grocery fucking items. This gives me, like, flashbacks to when we were kids mm-hmm. with the Halloween candy. Uh, sewing needles are really hard to see, too, right? They get those, aren't those the ones like, the little ball at the end? It's got an eye at the end. Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, police said the affected foods included bagged vegetables and tasty cake items. Oh. <sighs> but urged any shoppers who recently made purchases at the Giant location to inspect their groceries for signs of tampering. A representative for Giant further indicated that several other grocery uh, categories could have been affected based on surveillance video at the center of the investigation. Like, they saw this idiot all over the store. The safety of our customers is Giant's top priority. Out of, a, out of an abundance of caution, the company has removed some products from shelves at its uh, Trixler Town store. The categories believed to be affected include single-serve tasty cakes, fresh bagged green beans, loose sweet uh, yellow corn and onions, fresh green asparagus, soft-packaged dog food and treats, soft-packaged cat food and treats, instant mashed potatoes, and cleaning sponges. He was all over the store just putting sewing needles and everything. He's a piece of fucking garbage, man. Uh, customers can also return any such items if they were purchased after 5 p.m. on April 13th at the Trixler Town store for a full re- uh, refund. The employee who was not identified by police has been terminated. No other stores are affected because it was just this one fucking moron. Terminated? Now he needed to be arrested and thrown in prison immediately. Like, you got him on unbelievable, camera. Unbelievable, man. Just... Oh my god, he's lucky no one got hurt. It takes a, someone probably did. It takes a special kind of evil to just do something without, I mean. In dog and cat food? This isn't Mm. a prank where, where like you have a camera on, you just want to see a reaction. You're just senselessly inciting violence on people. You're never going to see the reaction. You don't care if they're going to get hurt. You're just doing it with the intention of hurting just random people. Does that make any sense to you, though? Like, yeah. it's more evil to do it without even caring who you're going to hit with it. It's just like random. This is a random act of just pure violent, unadulterated evil violence. That's what this is. Not like you're putting like a boulder in the middle of a street and you're waiting for someone to hit it so you could laugh or whatever the hell other stories of people have done stupid shit that were like, okay, at least this person stuck around and see the damage because he was doing it for a reason. He had a sick satisfaction of seeing people get hurt. This guy, we have no idea why he did it. Yeah. He just did it and didn't care. He's just a fucking horrible human being. You got anything else you want to add to that? No. It's disgusting. Like, I... I at least it was just the one store, but that's, that's fucking awful, man. That's... that's Oh, that's awful. It reminds me of the Target video I just saw where they went into a, a Target in California 
and they were recording the aisles, and every single item was behind a lock. They had nothing but cabinets. Every aisle was a cabinet behind a lock. Like, if you want anything, you have to ask for an employee. That's how bad it is there. That's awful. Because you can't trust people. I wonder if every store is going to... If you keep seeing shit like this, where people are putting pens and needles and things, eventually these stores are going to have enough of this, and they're going to do it in your hometowns. Mm-hmm. People got to start acting right, man. You got to take care of each other. You got to understand, if you pick up an item... And you put it back down, someone else is going to buy it. If you pick up an item, you put something in it, and then you put it back down, someone's going to get hurt. And if you don't care, then you're fucking evil. More importantly, you're a fucking asshole. Good job. You like that? That's, that there. was that was wonderful, a good one. babe. That was a good one. Well, I had the extra Dear time to think darling. about it. Listen, I had the extra time to think about it here. Well, uh, it's because it's the last one. Thinking of a segue, but of course you just something <laughs> in there. But before we get into the asshole segments, I want to talk about our friends at Red Binoid, makers of the greatest THC product in the market. I'm flying high right now in the capsules, but if you don't like capsules for some reason, some people just prefer to smoke it. You can get vapes, wax, dabs, flowers, pre rolls, cigarettes. You can get Rice Krispie treats. You can get fruity pebble treats. You can get chocolate brownies, bars, all sorts of different assorted flavors. Of just beautiful THC product. And this stuff is amazing, man. It changed my life for the better. I'm happy all the time. I sleep better. My mood's improved. Everything is great. And you can feel great, too, at Binoid. That's B-I-N-O-I-D.com. And use our code VOM show to save 10% on any order, plus get free shipping. And that stuff sounds like fucking hotcakes, too. People love Binoid. Almost as much as I do, they love it. So this story starts here. Am I the asshole for shutting down my parents by saying I won't raise their grandchild just to look good to others? How do you feel about that title so far? I will not raise my grandparents' grandchild, so therefore they have relation to this child. No, their parents' grandchild. Is that what it said? Oh, okay. I'm not okay. going to raise my parents' my, grandchild. Okay, well listen, I'm fucking, I, I just read the, the fucking stoner <laughs> commercial because I'm high. Am I the asshole for shitting down my parents by saying I won't raise their grandchild just to look good to others? Okay, so it's not their kid, obviously. So something happened here. All right. So I'm going to reserve judgment. I'm not going to jump to any conclusions on this one. Cause this yeah, I've, I've, be I've learned. I'm not going to say anything. All right. So our, our, our writer is a 27-year-old female who states, So I was estranged from my deceased sister. Okay, there you go. For five years after she had an affair with my fiancé. Oh, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Already. Like, oh, fuck you, man. Oh, boy. All right. This sounds like my sister. It sure does. <laughs> Holy Can you shit. fucking imagine she fucking dies and I got to take care of her fucking kids? Mm-mm-mm. Get the fuck out of here. Well, I guess I'm saying, you are both sisters. You just got to fucking inherit their kids. I don't know. But not only did I find out about this, but it also resulted in a pregnancy. I cut the two of them out of my life and declared that they were dead to me. And now they really are. Oh, God. They had a child who was now four, but maybe close to five now. I'm not sure. I'd never met this child. I never wanted to meet the child or be in their life. My parents knew their grandchild and supported the child while my sister and ex were still alive. They were on and off after I left them. I heard from friends that their breakups were quite explosive. When they died in their car accident, recently people were shocked, but also kind of not because a lot of people assumed they were arguing and didn't focus on the road. The (laughs) child went into foster care. My parents tried to take them, but they were denied on the grounds of health and mobility. The child's paternal relatives did not want to take the child. No surprises here, though. And so my parents turned to me. All right, so let's stop there for a second. Okay, so if this is the situation, and your dad comes to you and he's like, Hey, listen, your sister was involved in a very bad accident. She's dead. Her husband's dead. Her kids 
Got nowhere to go. We can't take him. We're too old. We've already tried. We got turned down. Can you take him? Nope. Immediately just no. You wouldn't even think about it for half a second. Like, no. Can't do it. Okay. Not hers. Yeah. My other sister, the sister I get along with, yep. Drop them off. Take them immediately. The other one, first of all, no. But you're hating her, not ever meant the kids. But it's it's not. It's not even that. Like, first of all, I have many different factors here with this. Yeah. The way she's raising them is completely. I I I can never. All that woke shit. Yeah, yeah. I can never. They're fucking ruined. There's (laughs) there's no. And then I would have to deal with that whole side of the family that I cut out. There's Mm. I I could never. Mm. I can never do it. So I am now engaged again to Luke. We bought our forever home last year. We are stable and happy. My parents believe I, we, should take their grandchild. I told them I would not be a good fit to raise a child, and I was sorry, but that was the end of the discussion as far as I'm concerned. Luke told them that he was with me on that. My parents went behind my back to try to talk him into it, but he told me, and I told him to stop. So, listen. Now, this is where I can get my opinion, because if you already told your fucking parents no... And then they were trying to be sneaky and come to me like, what the fuck am I going to... I don't even like that bitch and I don't even care about her fucking kids. I'm like, so what do you think I'm going to do? Just like hide these kids in the house forever and I'm going to take care of these kids I got no blood relation to? Get the fuck out of here while I'm going to keep it a secret from her who already said no. The fuck do you think this is? Mm -mm. They went to him. How fucking desperate are these people? Well, they went to him so he would convince her, but... Like, I mean, she has no relationship know. with this kid, and it, like, and yeah. it's her ex fiance's fucking kid with her sister. Like that, that is very complicated. That I don't blame her. And what if she doesn't want kids at all? Period. Well, you yeah, both fucked them. <laughs> you yeah, both fucked them. You have to take this kid. Like you know, like this is I. I don't know. I I I, I don't know. I think it's fucked up to even try. And maybe if the parents were like, hey, listen, how about you guys I mean, sign for the sucks, kids? Because but... they won't let us have them because of our age. But if you guys at least take responsibility for the kids and then have them live with us, no one will ever find out about it. I still wouldn't go for it because they're going to die. They're old. And then they're going to come to the person who signed for these fucking things. So you're going to be stuck with them one way or another. There's, there's no way out of this. There's no way to be a nice person. But you either have to say no and stick by your guns or say yes and take them. There's really no, like, eh, I got to think about it. So she was right to say no immediately so far. So they begged me again to reconsider and said, imagine how nice it would be to know my siblings, uh, to get to be there, to have a child who was part of our family, kept in our family, and raised lovingly around people who want the best for them. I told them that is not a job for me and to let it go. A few days later, and I thought they might have let it drop. Then they called me to tell me they think about how good it will look for me, the betrayed sister, my ex-fiance, to have enough love and compassion to raise a child who was conceived out of the betrayal and love them and be the best mom to that child that could exist. Absolutely not. At this point, it's either, listen, if you bring this shit to me one more fucking time, I will never mm. talk to you again. Dude, this is rough. You don't? Like, it sucks for the no. kid. Like, I, like, obviously, like, that sucks. But I wouldn't want to deal with that either. I wouldn't. Guilting this woman? I couldn't do it. And then to have to deal with the family and all that, too? Like, no, I couldn't couldn't do it. Yeah. Everybody loves kids until someone's got to take care of them, right? Oh, God, no. I just just could not. No. Maybe families aren't as strong as I thought they were supposed to be growing up. I always had a, a twisted reality of what I thought families were supposed to be because I had a pretty dysfunctional one a lot of times and there was a lot of bad shit that didn't happen to normal families of friends that I had and whatnot. 
maybe I just looked because I had such a bad experience growing up that maybe I just thought that other families were just perfect all the time. And you look at TV and Full House. Remember those shows when we were kids? Yeah. Why can't my family be like that? And you just have a twist of reality and then you grow up and you start seeing how things really are. Maybe every family was like this family where it's like, oh, we love our siblings, but not enough to take care of them. Maybe there's a thing where people, when they leave the nest, they just stop giving a fuck about family and that, that bond was just something that was created for television purposes. And it doesn't really exist in a lot of families. See, like the more people I talk to, the more people I've talked to over the years and whatnot are all kind of on the same page when it comes to that. Like, eh, I love my family, but not too much, you know? <clears throat> but anyway, they said people would think I'm a saint and would always think of me as an incredible person. I told them I'm no saint. I don't want to be a saint. I don't even want to be seen as incredible. <laughs> Damn, she's a fucking cool person. I, I like her. And I'm not going to raise their grandchild just to look good to other people and they need to stop asking me. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm not going to say she's an asshole because I, I, I feel bad for the kid. But me like, too. that's a lifelong commitment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and if you can't, if you right. can't do it, you can't do it. And I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, it's it does suck for the kid, but, like, I, I wouldn't want to do that shit either. Mm-hmm. Well, they told me I was heartless and asked how I could not care at all about a child who's my own flesh and blood who's been tossed around the system in just a few weeks. Because according to them, the child has been in four homes already. They said I should not be able to turn my back on family like this, and I should have more compassion for them. We were told by CPS they will not be allowed to raise their own grandchild. Does this make me an asshole? Nah. I mean, there's a lot of decisions in life that happen that you have to take responsibility for. This isn't one of them. No. I mean, if her and that guy had a kid and somehow he had custody and he died, obviously that kid needs to go stay with her. But he had it with someone else. It's not her responsibility. Even though it's family, it's not. Family is not your responsibility to to take care of. Just because you don't choose what family you're born into. You just deal with it the best you can. If it doesn't work out, you move the fuck away. There's nothing... That says you have to stand by your family forever. Like, oh, that's my brother. That's my sister. That's my mom. Sometimes people just don't get along, family or not. You just have to fucking say, hey, listen, this is, I'm not doing it. And this girl has every right to not do it, right? Yeah, no. I I, I sure wouldn't. I mean, if things turned out differently for my family, I, I would do it if things were different. The way it is now, everyone's a stranger to me. So if this ever fell on my lap, I would say no. It would be the easiest no of my life. No. Yeah. I mean, like, I've been rehearsing this shit in the mirror for years. How am I going to say no if someone ever asks me for a favor for my family? It's going to be explosive. I don't know, man. I just, I'm, I don't know. I could never. I could never, man. It, he had an affair with the, his fiance's fucking sister and knocked the bitch up. Like, no. And the family no. is being deceitful trying to get I her to take never. these fucking kids in. No. I understand where the family's coming from because they don't see it any other way. That's your, that's your, because they were raised differently, I'm sure. Yeah, but that's just, that, that would be too much for me. It's too much. You're looking at a reminder of infidelity. You're raising bastards is what you're doing. These are bastard children to you. These are, <laughs> the, they're bastards. They are. To her, they're bastards. They're also her nieces and nephews, but they're also bastards. It's a lot of pain there. She has no relation. You're going to put these kids, oh, hi, this is your Aunt Cindy. Yeah. You never met her before, and she's going to look at you with fucking hatred in her eyes, but here you go. Here's a good situation. I would rather be a foster child than that shit. At least foster parents, they get screened first. Okay, well, this guy makes a lot of money. You can go live there. I always, Every foster child or adopted kid I knew growing up had fucking the life, dude. Really? Every one of them. 
everyone in Montez one kid's house, he had fucking all these games and shit. We're like, what the fuck? It looked like Richie Rich's house, man. We used to go there and play games and fucking borrow shit all the time. Because his family was overcompensating. You're not my dad. Oh, here's a Nintendo. They fucking knew how to play that shit. You're not my real mom. Oh, here's a hundred bucks. You know what I mean? All these fucking bastards. There's some adopted person like, yeah, right, motherfucker. I'd eat out the dog bowl. <laughs> All right, so what do you think? Oh, definitely not the asshole. I, I would do the same you. thing. I, like, I just you. can't. So with you on that one. What are you going to be doing? Oh, man. Fucking, what am I not going to be doing? I. This is going to be a, a, the beginning of a rough fucking stretch for the, for, for the nerd here, man. It's going to be rough. Who knows? It'll be exciting and interesting, though. But, I mean, otherwise, I'm just going to be grinding away, fucking chipping away at life and trying to figure shit out and... Wearing wet clothes. (laughs) Wet clothes. (laughs) Wet fucking clothes. So, yeah, there you go. Man, this... Dude, seriously, death can't come soon enough for me. But, you know, the thing is, it's like 70s and 80s every day. It is nice out... I don't give a fuck. The the clothes will be dry. I don't give a fuck what it is, man. Why does my shit gotta break all the fucking time? Why the fuck? Because that's life. (laughs) You can find... I'm used to. You can find us at Voice Misery on all platforms and Voice Misery Podcast at gmail.com. 